0: This is the Sounding Board podcast with Hachi and Damo. Thanks to Drinkwise. If you're choosing to have a drink, choose to drink wise. And welcome to a special sponsored bonus episode of The Sounding Board Podcast. I'm producer Jane Neild, and it is Men's Health Week this week. And you might have heard our sponsors Mosh popping up on the show recently. Well, as we sometimes do with our commercial partners, we thought it was time to find out a little bit more about Mosh, men's online health platform. They are making health easy. So sit back as Hutchie has a really interesting chat with the chairman of Mosh, David Gallup. He's a sports administrator and lawyer, and also MOSH board member, Dr. Amandeep Hansra, who's a leader in digital health and innovation in Australia. It's a really interesting chat for MOSH. Don't sweep your health problems under the rug. With MOSH, men's health stuff is easy.
1: Well, thanks for joining us on Extra Drop of the Sounding Board this week. Of course, my name's uh, Craig Hutchison, and we're with a special drop this week for a special reason. As you know, we've been very cause-led for a long time on the Sounding Board through our long-time Relationship with DrinkWise, and we've heard from the CEO, Simon Strawn, along the way. Well, this week is Men's Health Week, and our partner, Mosh, is heavily involved and at the centre of Men's Health Week. And we've been privileged to have two of their influential figures, and also, uh, in general terms, very influential people in the community join us for a, a chatter on men's health, which is, of course, at least half of our audience, men. And we advocate for public health on all levels, but Men's Health Week this week is a really important time for men in particular to get their act together. And so we're joined by the chairman of MOSH, David Gallup, who's a very popular figure in sports circles, a long time administrator of NRL and football, of course. And we're also joined and delighted to have Dr. Amandeep Hansra, who's a leader in digital health and innovation in Australia and one of the uh, uh, four figures of the digital and entrepreneurial movement in health. So uh, firstly, Dr. Amandeep, welcome to you.
2: Thanks so much for having me.
1: And David Gallup, good to see you again.
3: Thanks very much, Hutchie. Great to be part of this initiative.
1: Might start with you, David. Uh, we've seen a really sad year for men's health uh, in, in the worst circumstances with the death of Shane Warne and many other public figures who ha- have made this situation very real for so many of us in our middle age. Um, what sort of effect do you think that's having on the community and the message that it's sending to men more broadly and are we seeing a reaction to it?
3: Yeah, I think what MOSH is all about is giving men uh, an easier process to get medical advice. So the founders, Gabe and David, uh, recognise that male inertia about going to get medical advice uh, is actually leading to um, men not getting disease detected. And uh, you've identified situations already this year where we've seen high profile men um, you know, die perhaps because they didn't go and see a doctor. What Mosh does is make that process easier. And uh, I think we are slowly seeing men um, getting better at going to the doctor, uh, working out whether there's something wrong with them, and getting medication, advice uh, about how to deal with it.
1: Dr. Um, Dr. Deep, why are we so um, not? scared, but reluctant as men to express ourselves and to seek help and to look for these type of things. What is it about the male psyche that makes us perhaps not as uh, open as, say, women are to explore these areas?
2: Yeah, look, um, great question. I mean, look, it's, it's quite worrying. We know that Australian men have a life expectancy approximately four years less than women, um, and they've got higher mortality rates from most of the leading causes of death. So we do worry about them um, and we do worry that they don't seek help um, early enough when they do become ill. But I think part of it is around this um, sort of, particularly young men, um, sort of believing that they're kind of invincible. and We have risk taking behaviours, for example, on roads and with you know, alcohol and drugs. And they're much more likely to to binge drink, um, engage in sort of reckless um, behaviour than than women. And I think also for men, access is a problem. So most of them obviously employed full time and employed more than women. And sometimes getting um, to the doctor is a challenge, which is why it's great that we've got services such as MOSH that allow um, men to access care whenever it's convenient for them. But I think there's a whole range of issues um, around men accessing care. And I think if we start identifying some of those barriers and breaking them down, then we can certainly improve some of those statistics that we, we talked about. So
1: there's a couple of things there. Do you think we, our collective behaviours as men are taking four years' average off our lives? Or do you think there's uh, other reasons for that gap?
2: Look, I think it's a mixture of that. Um, I think definitely there is the behaviour aspect, but I think it's also just not accessing healthcare early enough. So they're more likely to get chronic diseases and they're more likely to be advanced when they finally do see the doctor. And also men with mental health problems, depression are much more likely um, than women to self-medicate and also higher rates of suicide. So there is, um, you know, the, the behavioural aspect. I mean, there are some, obviously some genetic um, and some more kind of uh, biological differences between men and women, but I think a big contributor to that is just certainly not, not accessing healthcare when they really should be.
1: And then we're seeing, uh, Dr. Amadeep, a totally different doctor-patient relationship than we've ever seen before post-COVID. In fact, I was a couple of minutes late here to join you today because I was waiting for a rapid test to fly tomorrow with an online consultation, and waiting for the 15 minutes on Zoom to finish to prove that I was negative in order to fly to New Zealand, uh, that's a small example of the remoteness of being of the medical fraternity now and the ability to consult online and via Zoom and via Teams. Uh, you've always had a passion for startups and for tech businesses, and it's no surprise you've landed on the board at, at Mosh as a result. What, what are you seeing in this space and how do you think it'll ultimately help us with you know the old uh, stigma of sitting in a doctor's surgery with a, you know an old magazine and all these type of things are, are probably out the window a little bit in many respects.
2: Yeah, look, I think we've, we've been very stuck in um, a traditional way of delivering healthcare for a long time. And unfortunately, it took a global pandemic to drive us to do things differently when we really couldn't see patients in person because of the risk of COVID and we had to go to online um, consultations. And it's been great to see the public embrace this. I mean, we've had over 100 million telehealth consultations since the beginning of COVID um, that are funded by Medicare. Let's even count the ones that are done online on, say, MOSH. Um, But we can see that... Patients are loving it and also for doctors. I mean, it's great, great for us as well. Like, i um, be able to sit at home and be able to consult with patients obviously gives them more access to get hold of me when I might not be in the practice. Um, so I think definitely the technology has advanced and people's behaviours and demands and the, the convenience factor has certainly changed the way that we're delivering care. So I'm really excited about the next sort of stage of, of healthcare innovation because of this, this change that we've had.
1: And then, David, sport plays a role in this because of the role model factor. And you've seen a lot of it through um, largely alpha male types in the NRL and, I guess, football to a lesser extent along the journey. Do you think that's starting to change as well? And do you think those behaviours are starting to correct themselves a little bit over time? Or, you know, what, what role do you see sport playing in changing some of these stigmas and taboos? Yeah,
3: well, I think, you know, we're seeing some really important role models come out, in fact, in the AFL this week. Uh, the young guy that came out about mental illness. Um, I mean, the essence of being a sports person is often that you don't show weakness. You don't show it to your teammates. Uh, you certainly don't show it to the opposition. And, and you, you don't necessarily uh, feel comfortable showing it to the, to the thousands of fans that you've got. I think we're breaking that down. Um, and, what, and what MOSH is doing across four verticals, hair, sexual performance, uh, weight loss and mental health, uh, is giving men an opportunity to, to, to see a doctor about what could be regarded as an embarrassing problem or just a problem that, that they don't want to face up to. Uh, this gives an easy process around that. Sports people are really important in this area, Hutchie, because they can uh, set a standard, um, they can show young people who aren't professional sports people that, that you can come forward with these issues and you can get them dealt with. Um, This is particularly important around the issue of mental health. Um, And I think we are starting to see some really important role models come forward across the sports and encouraging young men to get help. Um, You know, some fantastic initiatives have come into play over the years, whether it's R U OK? Day or... uh, But it has to be 365 days a year. Um, And I think we are starting to see some of that as we break down the ways that men can get help.
1: And we're seeing, uh, we saw you mentioned Bailey Smith there from the Bulldogs who went public on the weekend after the I- images emerged of him. To see a young 21-year-old put his hand up and say look, to be honest, I've had problems. Uh, do you think, do you, do you support that and do you think that might enable others to do it? He's a very influential young man. He's got 350,000 Instagram followers. He's a an icon to teenage kids. How, what was your, your reaction yeah. when you saw that?
3: Yeah, because I, I think often sports people are are looked up as you know, is invincible, they've made it to the top um, and there are many challenges to being a professional sports person you are expected to perform um, you're expected to prepare you're expected to train hard with your teammates and, and, and there are low moments for a lot of these guys um, as they try to live up to those expectations for, men to, for players to come forward and say I didn't handle that well um, I, I need help I think that's an important message for the community, and they can be an important role model in that regard.
1: Now, Dr. Amadee, one of your, your areas that you address at Mosh and, and David mentioned hair loss and sexual health and you know, mental health and skincare, but sleep was sleep has always fascinated me. It's it's almost the one area of health that everyone uh, dismisses or or takes for granted or overlooks. It's in an ideal world, it's a third of our lives. Uh, it affects so much of our life almost it 's almost the single biggest thing uh, tell us uh, and we have a lot of people in sport and media and highly strung industries who who listen to us what 's the right amount of sleep a day and what 's the right, what 's the right sleep patterns
2: <laughs> yeah great question um look it's it 's very different for each individual, and um you know some people can survive on you know a few hours five hours of sleep and some people need ten and it it changes as you get older. I think what's really important is how you feel when you're awake, you know, do you feel rested when you wake up and do you feel mentally alert? And do you feel, um, you know, is your mood okay? I think, you know, what people don't realize is that if you don't get a good night's sleep, it, it can lead to a whole lot of other issues around mental health and around overeating and other cardiovascular impacts. And so, you know, chronic disease can actually be contributed to by poor sleep. Um, so I think it's really important for people to to think about, you know, are they getting enough sleep and what is enough for them? And certainly there's no shame in going and talking to your doctor about, you know, having sleep problems. I think a lot of people, patients who come to see me will put it on a list of 10 other things they want to discuss and just chuck the sleep thing at the end like it's a minor thing. And I say to them, look, you could have you just come in to talk to me about sleep because it is still part of your health and well-being and it has a massive impact on the rest of your body. So I think it's really important to go and talk to a doctor about it if it is bothering you. And it's amazing how you can turn around a lot of other symptoms if you just address the sleep issue. Um, And there's very basic things we can do around sleep hygiene and getting people into the right pattern and getting them to avoid things, you know, with caffeine or other sort of stimulants and that's sort of the job of, of your GP. So really important to, to talk to a doctor about that if it is bothering you because it might be life-changing if we can fix it.
1: What's the next biggest innovation, do you think, in, in health? Very unfair <laughs> question for an, for an entrepreneur. But...
2: Yeah, look, I mean, how long do you have? I could, um, I could sit there and tell you all sorts of great things that are coming. But I think what's really exciting about the future of healthcare is that we do have great technology. We have things like um, artificial intelligence coming, machine learning, We've got lots of data about people. We, people have got wearables now. We're able to do their, you know, sort of uh, profile their, their genetic makeup and able to provide care that's really precise for them. And I think the next wave will be this type of precision medicine where you won't just get one drug that treats depression. Everyone will get a specific drug that works for them. And we can start really tailoring treatment to individuals. And so I look forward to the next sort of movement of using all of that innovation into healthcare and actually preventing a lot of these um, diseases before they even come on. So I think there's a lot happening. I think just keep keep watching, but I think it's um, an exciting time to be in healthcare.
1: And an easy question for you both to finish with. First of all, Dr. Amandeep, when do you think the pandemic will end?
2: Uh, which one? I'm sure there'll be another one yeah. after this one. <laughs> yeah. So- um, I, I, I don't think it'll ever go, I think it'll just, you know, reach this sort of low, l- low levels, you know, grumbling along in the background. And I think we just need to be ready that this could happen at any moment. And we need to be able to switch ourselves back into, you know, pandemic mode at, at any point. So I say, enjoy while you can the freedoms that you've got and um, make sure you look after your health because, um, you know, the best thing you can do is be, you know, healthy, nourished and well-rested and be prepared for anything else that comes on.
1: Okay, that wasn't quite as optimistic as I was hoping for, but I think it was very fair. (laughs) Thank you. And to both of you, uh, Dr Amandeep and also David, thank you for joining me on Men's Health Week. Thanks for your support of the Sounding Board and look forward to following your progress with MOSH with interest in the coming years.
3: Great. Thanks very much, Archie, and well done on the initiative and support of this week.
1: Thanks again for joining us on the Sounding Board. Special drop for Men's Health Week for MOSH.
0: thanks for listening to this special sponsored bonus episode of the sounding board podcast and thanks to our guests chairman of mosh david Gallup and mosh board member dr amandeep hansra and if you want to find out more head to mosh's website remember this men's health week don't sweep your health problems under the rug that is what mosh are all about with mosh men's health stuff is easy thanks for listening